Thank you for joining me on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Karee Robertson, alongside my soundman extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on? Thank you for joining us today. Let's go ahead and uh, check out some of the stuff that I've been watching as we do when we start out. Um, I finally started getting into Altered Carbon, which uh, was interesting. It was nice. interesting. I didn't get too far into... Um, I only I didn't get too many episodes in into me the either. season, but I only um, caught episode one. Yes, but um, I hadn't caught any of the information going into the uh the season about anything that had changed. So it was pleasant. I was pleasantly uh surprised to find Anthony Mackie as playing the uh the skin for the lead character. Yeah, yeah, that I thought that was dope. cool. I'm a real big fan of his. Um. He does a lot of things, um, everything in the MCU he does. He's also cu- done a couple of dramatic roles um, that I thought that he did a great job in. So uh, I was yeah. happy to see he that. Always does a, he always does good work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they uh, they had him as a, it's a little bit of a spoiler for the first episode. They had him as a, a super high-end combat sleeve. So I mean, it's nice. That's yeah, not really yeah. a spoiler. That's how he was in the first one. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I... I they like yeah it's a tricked out sleeve but um it was nice to have the you know what i mean they're, they're describing him as that i was like oh shit okay give him some love we can rebuild him we Strong. have the technology <laughs> so yeah um the storyline picked up in a very interesting place it seems like from what i get from the first episode that it's going to be similar to the last season that's going to start out with him getting a high-end mission and then it's going to kind of exposit the season uh, through him um, going through and, and uncovering the, the mysteries of, of this job that he was hired on. But that was just the feel I got from it. It might be a little bit more in-depth, but, you know, it's cool to see uh, his underlying story play into it as well. You know what I mean? They're using, um, like, threads from his past to keep him coerced into into working. Because um, as an envoy, it's really difficult to, I can imagine, uh, enlist his help. <laughs> but yeah, it, a little it was manipulation cool. goes a long way. Yeah, I was glad to see that his his little AI friend uh, Poe was yeah, back. Yeah, I'm happy about Poe. I'm glad he made it. Yeah, so and he's a little tweaked out, but you know what I mean. Definitely. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to 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 uh, watching the rest of uh of that season two of Altered Carbon, as well as I've been catching up a little bit on Picard. Nice. How is I, that going? It, it's difficult because I have to kind of like see the episodes where I can, um, (laughs) because I'm not trying to uh, get into any subscription services. So, um, I've caught episode uh, two and three and they're interesting. Um, one thing I've noticed about these shows and I find it similar to the Mandalorian in that it starts out very like they, the first three episodes are, are the grab, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, so like I can see them setting up for that, but I could see some of the like in the Mandalorian they got a, I think to episode like four or five I believe, and then they had like that pirate episode that was real cheesy. And it was just like, <laughs> oh, what are you guys doing? And it's like, oh, you hooked me. And then you know they, they kind of um, the the episodes kind of plateaued out and and you know just rode it to the end. Okay, I feel like. I, I, I just get that uh that feeling intrinsically from the way Picard is playing out from these first three episodes. But it's interesting. The story is holding up. Um the acting is still is still holding up. Um I don't want to spoil this one yet, only because I don't 
have an I don't remember enough from the old uh Star Trek storyline to yeah. have both the proper frame of reference to talk about what's going on. And I don't exactly see where the storyline is going right now. So I want to leave that one off. But I am I just want to give you guys an update that I am watching that is holding up for the first like quarter of the season because I think it's a 10 episode season. So I'll keep with it and keep you guys up to date with that. But um, Altered Carbon. Yeah, that one. Um, I'm once again, it started. It, it's it seems like this season is going to mirror the last season just with, you know, updated uh, story because yeah. like it even had that crazy action sequence in the beginning, similarly kind of parallel to how it did in um, season one. Yeah, a lot of shows be doing that. They like to. Yeah. Like you said, they like to parallel the first season and shit. Just which which I don't familiar. mind as long as it's done well. <clears throat> yeah, it's really about the familiarity thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, the audience knows what to expect, so you sort of take that and kind of um, put a twist on it. Yeah, it's not the worst um, kind of uh, um, method that they use to, 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 to bring the user back in. You know what I mean? There's a lot yeah. more egregious ones <laughs> that I've seen used... Uh, such as like the, you know the the narrative recap. God, I hate that. Like, just, just don't do that. You know, don't do the the in in show narrative recap in yeah, the beginning. No, like, nah, that's, bro. That's that's man annoying. Wasting like five minutes of my time. Yeah. Show. Like, no. If I wanted that, I'd just go watch a. You know what I mean? On YouTube, someone has already made a supercut of better scenes than you chose. You know also, what I mean? Most likely, I'm binging it, and I just saw what happened like very likely seconds ago. You very very likely. I haven't been watching all too much. Um, it's man, it sucks because most of the places that I would go to look for new stuff to watch, just been inundated with you know the the only two stories that have been in the headlines. Which we'll get back around to those. But um, I did check out Lil Baby's new um, album because I remember last week I talked about his interview, which yeah, was evidently yeah. on a press run for said album. Makes and sense. the album, you know. Lil Baby is a very new artist, and I and, and last week I talked about how he hasn't been rapping for very long, and so you're not going to get a huge amount of diversity on this album in terms of the tracks that he's put out, but he did a good job of using the features to complement him and give a little bit of, of a variation to the tracks. Nice. And so it's, it is a pretty long album. I want to say it was 20 tracks. I mean, I listened to them individually on YouTube. Um, I will go purchase it at a, at a later time, but um, yeah, the album was relatively, it was decently length. And so, uh, doing that, I, th- I think, showed a little bit of level of production that I don't know if that was him directly or or his team who was producing for him. It was a good choice. Um, and as I said, you can see he's refining in his style, but he gave you baby. He gave you little baby. Like if you that that melodic, you know, auto tuned voice, if you like that. And and people say he sounds like Young Thug, but I actually don't think he sounds a lot like Young Thug at all. Um and he doesn't do that that high pitched squeal thing that Young Thug does, yeah. Which is kind of what I prefer. Like, yo, just stay in that range, my G, because nobody is here for the artistry. <laughs> I mean, not to say that he doesn't apply artistry to it. I'm just saying, but nobody right now at this level that you're at, people are attracted to you, and it's not because of the complexity of of the art that you're doing. So just stick with it, bro. And then when you evolve, you'll evolve. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I, I rock with that. You know what I mean? Like I think that that's a I think that's a more 
um, genuine way to to grow your art because he's not beholden to anyone. He's not beholden to a label and he's not beholden to the need for money. So he has the liberty to do that if he wants. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So I, I, I applaud him on this album. And it's weird because I usually, like, you know, I've evolved over the past five to six years on that whole genre of rap because I used to be very staunchly against it. You know what I mean? I'm like the kind of I'm the kind of weirdo that plays like freestyle raps at a party and then gets mad at people when they're like, "Yo, put it on something with a beat." <laughs> and you know what I mean? Like, so I, I I've had to evolve to to learn to appreciate more, you know, just mood music or music that's designed to uh, elicit enjoyment and not much else. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's so, that shit, man. That that vibe music that that you be chilling with. Yeah, and so as I said, Lil Baby was one of the first ones that really like, and and I wouldn't say one of the first ones, but he would, uh, he was one of the ones that I got onto in the beginning of his career because he hasn't been around that long. It's only been about two and a half years, I think. I want to say something of that nature. So, um, yeah, I just I I, I want to give him some some kudos on this album. When I was saying check out his music, this is definitely a good segue into that. So um yeah, I definitely enjoyed that. And so now we'll move into some some headlines and such. Um, let's start off with some some world topics because there was a couple of headlines from around the world that I thought were interesting. Um, there was a a study recently released that um the Bolivian elections that were that uh that Ava Morales was elected into his I think fifth term it was either his third or his fifth term into America had originally um gone to the UN and said that they were Ill- illegitimate and now the investigations are are being uh wrapped up and lo and behold the elections were legitimate and so all of the uh backing that was given to his opposition was Ill- was pretty much a coup and so I thought that that was funny because it's just one of the many, many times that in South America and, and it's still happening today. So this is something that's been going on since about the 1980s, early 1980s and and beyond. But I mean, in the 70s, they were focused a lot in the Middle East to help stabilize um, the area for Israel. But in the 80s, they were very much focused in South America. And since then, they still to this day are undermining the indigenous and 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 native people of those lands, because Ava Morales was was one of the first indigenous people ever elected into public office. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, and it, it 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 was so apropos because Bolivia actually is one of the few places places where the indigenous population is the majority. You know what I mean? And so I I just thought that it, it was real interesting and. I know that Ava Morales, especially in America, has a really bad rap for some reason. And I just wanted to make sure I pointed that out because I know a lot of people, especially liberally minded people who think that he's some kind of dictator. And I'm like, I don't I'm pretty sure he's not. I'm pretty sure he was elected all those times. And like Ava Morales is a a guy. Abo. Yeah. Abo. 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 Evo. Oh, my bad. It sounded like you were saying Ava the whole time. I'm sorry. So when you said he just <laughs> blew my mind. But <laughs> I, 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 think, I think names be tripping. It's me my up, pronunciations. I, I was pronouncing it Abo Morales. I I believe is how it's pronounced, supposed to be pronounced. But yeah, no. I just I just wanted to to say you know I'm, I'm happy for him. Hopefully, um, they'll let him back in his country now because I'm pretty <laughs> sure he's in Mexico in exile. Um, 
because you know of all of the unrest that was fomented on the back that people you know what i mean like that america yeah, yeah, yeah. through the un was sitting there pushing the idea that he was some kind of dictator and it's like no or hear me out he got voted in <laughs> it's one of those uh oops are bad joints yeah you know what i mean but that was that interesting work. that didn't work that's that's our fault <laughs> yeah um on the border of Turkey and Greece, there's a, a, a crisis going on of people who are trying to flee the war zone, and Greece is not letting them in. That sucks. Yeah. Sounds familiar. That's going to get real ugly real quick because um, that, that, I don't think that that war zone is going anywhere. Like I don't, I don't think that that's going to stop anytime soon, and I don't think that Greece is in a position to try to... I mean, I... I well, what I should say is not that they're not in a position to do something. With they're in a position for something very bad to happen. They have very high unemployment and a yeah, nationalist crisis right. on their border, because by nature a border crisis with refugees is a nationalistic crisis. It's a you know it's people trying to cross into your nation. You know what I mean? And yeah, and it's yeah. a crisis of that 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 type. And so. When you do that with high unemployment and, you know, a superpower like America that is more than willing to give you all of the guns you need, you have a, a country that is ripe for nationalist uprising. Yeah, that's a lot of You know what I mean? Um, and so, and, and not for nothing, Greece has a history with fascist uh, nationalists, you know, causing a lot of trouble, especially on the racial front. And so I, keep your eye on that. That That's going to be a real hotbed in world politics coming up. And the weird part is, is that these are supposed to be two NATO allies. Yeah, there's a lot of history repeating itself around that, the world. Right uh, now. Talk about it, man. Like Those who do not learn from history are doomed to repeat it. And this is just the same thing happening that we've seen over and over. Proving it. More and more each day. Yeah, so that was one that I saw that that, that was a hotbed. Um, more news out of the UN. Um, <clears throat> once again, America topping the charts. <laughs> and you know this is going to be a good one. So the UN just came back from, uh, from doing an investigation in Alabama as mm -hmm. to the living standards of some of the people. And, well, this would be good. Oh, yeah. No, the UN reported that literally Alabama is the worst place in, in any first world nation to live. There's no that. place in any other first world developed nation. So you're talking about like the UK, um, Australia, um, you know, first world countries. You yeah. know what I mean? The fully developed countries um, of the world, France, Germany. The worst place in any first world country, the dead last place that in terms of living standards is the entire state of Alabama. They toured the whole state Amen. and was like, there's not really any place in here that comes up to the standard of a first world nation. Shout out to Alabama. That is an achievement. You feel me? Out of all the first world nations, that is an achievement. You that's feel me? that's savage. That's savage. I was like, yo, did they have to did they have to do it like that? No, nah, man, it's 
That's what that's what they're trying to turn this whole country into. <laughs> nah, B. Nah, B. Don't say that. Don't say that. That's that's, but that's what it is. That's what that's, happens with the consolidation of power, power the stifling of nah, education. Yeah. I hope they're not trying to do that. Like of all the things that they're trying to do, that is egregious. That's the decision that maybe that I'd be like, nah, because like I can understand the greed and all that other shit. Like, okay material things tend to towards that greedy mindset i get it mm-hmm. but if you're trying to make it all like alabama that's fucked up that's <laughs> but i don't think it, it, it's like an intention is in there using it as a model but that's just what happens when you you know when you consolidate the resources and you don't let it go anywhere and then you just uh, their education system is abysmal bro you feel me and it's I don't know. I just don't understand. All that stuff ain't by accident, man. It's. I mean, the, the thing is, the it's Bible like, Belt. Well, nah, man. You know what? I really, 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 really believe in. Get the fuck out the cities. Like this country is not gonna get better until we have a mass exodus of of minority people out of the cities into these areas and take them over. But see, that's why the middle of America is so racist because they're scared of that happening. <laughs> if they're scared that shit everyone fled to the cities and that was all good and dandy but what if they came back right then the, the then everything would be of the suburbs and that's why that's why they they tend to side with nationalists and racists is because intrinsically fear. they they fear losing because if you know, if you know, God forbid, any of these, the population of, of 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 any of these heavily minority neighborhoods, it's so densely packed that if you halved it, you would still have a immense amount of overpopulation, and just translocated that to to, to dispersed it throughout you know the little towns in the south to just reinvigorate it with people because that's one thing. Um, and I don't know if that's my humanist idealism, but I genuinely believe that if you if you take a hundred people and you put them into a new place, like sixty five of them are going to be relatively social and productive, and that sixty five percent is going to be so overwhelmingly productive that that other thirty five that are waste offs, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay because humans tend to be overproductive. It's just when we find our niche and we like it, we tend to do really well at it. And I think that in places like the middle of America that have huge empty niches, that have huge open gaps that are being unfulfilled, this could be a productive way of redistributing uh, uh, the population because that's the problem. I don't think we have a, a overpopulation problem in this world at large. It's just that we've densely packed ourselves into little places, and that is not healthy. It's like, you remember the other day when we were talking about the locusts? And it's like, the locusts are grasshoppers. Until you put too many of them in one place, then they fucking metamorphosize into fucking killer locusts and take over everything. It's like literally what humans are doing. Except our metamorphosis is mental. You know what I mean? It's a complete... And, uh, but the thing is, though, the people who it's actually happening to aren't doing it intentionally. No, and and I don't think the locusts are either. It's completely physiological. It's just, 
it's the way that we naturally react when put under certain environmental pressures. And that's, and that's understandable. That's why I don't stigmatize people who do certain stupid things. It's like, nah, you're acting very naturally for somebody who's put under that particular stress. It's not the smart thing to do. It's obviously not the way that somebody who's thought out their position would be. But I understand how you, in a default position without thinking about it, fell into that trap. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. In, in terms of other people. I meant the... um. I meant like they didn't choose and they didn't they're not in those densely packed areas because they mm-hmm. want to be or because they choose to be is because 100%. You know what I mean? Most well, of the times they and, don't have the resources to isn't leave. Isn't that the gaslighting of the situation because we, no one chooses to live in a project tenement, but if you're poor, you don't have a don't choice have but to research. choose to live exactly. in a project tenement. That's mm-hmm. the fucked up gaslighting of society, though, isn't it? Yep. Because it's like, man, you're absolutely right. Like, no one chooses, but actually, they they are tricked into thinking that that was their choice yep. when they had no other option. Yep, precisely. Exactly. You just, you just have no other options, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, so it, I just thought that that was those, those were some interesting topics from abroad that I man, when they said that Alabama was the worst place in the world to live, I was like, doesn't surprise me not one bit, not at all, no, 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 one little bit. Flint, Michigan, skated by that. Bro, but by, I'm telling you, man, I was like, yo, it. y'all haven't eaten shit well to be fair there hasn't been an investigation into the water into alabama so it could oh you're right like what what do we found out like yo michigan was the tip of the iceberg and alabama was the whole 90 percent under the water exactly that would be wow because no not for nothing um there was one of the states where they had to um where the the pig factories wanted the people to move out of the areas, so they started uh, flinging the pig shit into the water reservoir. That's hilarious. And then, but, <laughs> and they were like, they were like dispersing it, like they were putting it in dispersers. So they were savagery. spraying it into the air. So it was like the shit was in the air. I was like, wow, that's so fucked. Yeah. I'm not sure if it was Alabama, but it was one of those down south states where they'd have heavy pig farming. It's one of those that's it's one of those states where they don't have anyone willing to fight for the people. You know, there's no one willing to say like states that Mitch McConnell type people run. You know what I mean? (laughs) Exactly. Like Mitch McConnell has to run. I think Mitch McConnell. Yeah, that's an issue, but that's at that side of town, and that's an industrial side of town anyway, so it's not really a big deal. Yeah, it's pretty. It's it's pretty bad, but um. Yeah, I I can only imagine. But I hope that, you know, we find out more because there's places like Nebraska, man. I worry about places like Nebraska. Why? Because you don't never hear nothing about Nebraska. Whatever bad is happening in Nebraska, you don't hear nothing never come out of there. That means it's probably not that bad. Uh, Really? Yep. You think? If it was bad enough, we'd know about it for sure, for sure. Ain't nobody, bro. You think people you are gonna ignore all yet. the? Do uh, you think people are gonna ignore? You think people are just gonna not put something amazing on their Twitter? It's not even about what the news nah, will report. But you'd report. be surprised, yo, the, yo. The middle of America be surprisingly unconnected. Like they just don't do shit. Like, like. I mean, everybody got an iPhone. It's it's not that they are not capable. It's not part of their social fabric yet. Like it is like people who live on the coasts. Like straight up, like they just—it's just like they don't tweet, they don't—they don't consider using the platform. It's not that they don't have access to it. It's I mean, I feel you because I don't be tweeting and shit like that. So that's I know, and it's even foreign to me. I don't like, know. I'm I just, just dabbling. 
I don't know. There's a reason why them places are dead zones, and I don't think it's because salacious shit is happening under the radar. It's just because a bunch of boring niggas live there. Okay. Okay. I mean, because I don't have proof. I obviously don't have the proof that anything's <laughs> happening other than my imagination. But my imagination it's says like there's some Alaska. wild, reckless shit going on. Then what's happening in Alaska? Because you don't hear nothing about Alaska No, nah, but Alaska's environment Sarah is prohibitive Palin, of the fuck shit. Ever since uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, Sarah Palin disappeared, <laughs> you don't hear nothing about Alaska either. But, nah, they used to have that show about some fucking retard. Oh, I, keep, I keep saying that. They, 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 they had that show about those kids in Alaska. Wait, um, you were talking about kids when you said that. Well, that made it double funny. All right, they were talking about kids. No, when I say kids, they were all like, oh, like older teenagers. Adults, like, yes, I got yeah, you, yeah, I got yeah. You. But they would yeah, go out. Yeah, yeah. They were like country people in Alaska, and they would do wild shit. But whatever. Uh, that's uh, I don't so even... like Alaskan jackass, <laughs> pretty much. But I that's a complete tangent. Um, yeah, no, Alaska. The environment is kind of prohibitive. Like, there's a level to the fuck shit you could do. Oh, you mean like you might Russia? Just die. <laughs> yeah, like Russia. Exactly. Like you're not on the Siberian plane out there just wilding with your dick out because you might lose it. You know what I mean? You, there's a level to the shit that you're willing to do. But no, no. Um, I don't know. I'm just worried about the places that we don't hear about because the cultural corruption and the political. Um, the the political negligence is so deep and so widespread that I worry for the people who choose to live off of the grid because they lose a, a certain amount of security that comes with being part of the grid. You know what I mean? And that's the that's, that's what I, the trade off though. And but and see that that's what kills me about people who who are like so permissive of the surveillance state. It's like no, just by accessing public spaces, you've opened yourself up to a certain level of, of scrutiny, and you really shouldn't give up much more than that. There's no real reason to give up more than that to the government. The government has no real reason other than to exercise undue control over you. You know yeah. what I mean? And so that's, yeah, it, it's one of those things. Like, the benefits of, of living in the center of America, yes, they do exist, but choosing to live there and not having consistent access to the zeitgeist and the, the country's culture might leave you in a position to vote for Joe Biden when, in actuality, Joe Biden is going to get fucking creamed by donald trump if he ever goes up on a debate stage with him i would you see what i'm saying that's where the danger lies i, think I would say that would be the fault of the people propping up joe biden and not the fault of the people who yes i think the responsibility kind of lies on both like like if you're lying to me some of the responsibility is on you not to be a liar, and some of the responsibility is on me to kind of arm myself to not be taken advantage of. And this so this is, is true. This, and, I, would, I agree. You and know to I mean? that end, they also have the internet just like we do. So if they're not connected <clears throat> to the zeitgeist, it is their choice. But I yes, and and I do like to err on the side of the discussion of we can't just the internet's a real to is is a great tool. And it does equalize a lot of things, but unfortunately, in the presence of the noise engine that 
it's mostly utilized more effectively by like the people who are creating noise on the internet more effectively use the internet than the people who are trying to inform you on the internet so unfortunately while i'm inclined to agree unless you have already achieved a certain level of education the internet is actually completely useless to you but when i would then argue then that it wouldn't matter where in the country you are you still face that same issue absolutely absolutely but the the idea that you would arm yourself against it is probably going to happen more readily in the environment where people normally converse on this than it is in an environment where people just kind of look at it as this esoteric world that describes something that they're not really fully engaged with you know what i mean so like yeah the people but i don't know if they really are like that though you know what i mean well i don't know i know a few people from arkansas but you know what's weird is that <laughs> the people I know from Arkansas absolutely represent more of what you're saying than what I'm saying. So they're terrible examples of this because they're all relatively savvy. But that's why they left Arkansas in the first place. <laughs> is that they no, they'll tell you. They're like, no, I left no, Arkansas this is true. because a lot of times people who leave small towns and come to bigger cities and choose to stay there mm-hmm. are often a lot more informed than the people that live yeah, in Yeah, like small they'll say that they're the, the minority, you know what I mean? Absolutely. I think that they would say that more people are kind of like how I'm describing it. And it's mostly because they're they're older because the young people have left. You know True. what I mean? So all the people not who would mention, be willing to enlighten themselves are no longer there. Not to mention the really high mortality rate for the past like decade and a half. How ironic. It, like, no, it's it's really like I think it's actually had a substantial impact on the in um the population of middle america the demographic that is usually responsible for like transitioning into like the responsible role and so that's why it's being left to the mitch mcconnell's and all of these guys it's because though the young people who should be taking their role have left to go to the bigger cities even if it's not on the coast like even to the phoenixes and just the consolidating in the chicago's and those places has left large areas to be gerrymandered and controlled by people who don't have the best interest of the public in mind. And, and so I don't know how to square that circle, but identifying that might help whoever's responsible for fixing that situation to actually, you know, fix it is, is saying, okay, cool. So there's the vacuum. Why don't we incentivize some people to go back and refill that 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 niche? You know what I mean? Going back to what I was saying earlier, where you can if we could just find some way to incentivize the people. But, you know, I think in um, in America, they don't want to do that because last time that happened, Correct. it uh, caused the diffusion of a lot of alternative community structures to be disseminated from uh where they were, whether it was the Black Panthers uh, in Oakland, whether it was, uh, you know, other alternative community structures, some of them would be labeled as gangs like Bloods and Crips. Last time there was a mass diffusion of minority populations from west to east or even north to south. It caused the diffusion of a lot of community structures that I don't think that the that uh, that the um, establishment at large wants to deal with, because they are de- they are trying to to buy for the same kind of uh, communal sh- uh, power. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But they want to utilize the levers of municipal uh, municipal uh, votes and things of that nature to control uh, those areas. Whereas what I've been trying to say is, is that you know that you don't actually have to vote to clean up the streets of, of your city. You don't have to vote to do something productive and provide, you know, uh, outlets for people around you to be productive. You know what I mean? Right. If you have the skill to do that and you are productive in any one area, you could utilize your resources. It's something that's worth your time to do. You don't have to be rich to do it. And it doesn't require you to vote. Now, that's not to say that there aren't things that you can vote for to change, but those things aren't represented by any of the candidates. So with that being said, organize. And so back to the original point at hand, they they don't want to redistribute people because if you redistribute people from these big local localized bodies that we have now into the rest of the country, they'll take with them communal structures that don't exist in those parts of the country and it'll fill those niches and gaps that are empty and they don't want to do that though because they're benefiting from those niches being empty yeah that's why a Clyburn has any kind of influence and that guy man let me tell you he's gonna go down in infamy because i'm telling you joe biden's yo i, I can't wait i kind of do what i kind the anarch not the anarchist the uh the the court jester inside of me, the 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 joker inside of me wants to just kind of see this go down with Biden and Trump on the stage because that is going to be a shellacking Yo, of Trump presidential proportion. He's going to destroy him. Oh, he's my God. He's going chance. to ridicule him like the schoolhouse bully he's he is. He's not going to give him a chance to talk. Like, bro, no. come on. We've seen Oh my goodness. You see Biden how easily it is to make him stutter? Yes. Oh my yes. gosh. We've seen him fall apart, fall apart under way better circumstances when the field was set in his favor. You feel me? And, he couldn't <laughs> and, and something inside of me wants to just watch this whole thing kind of crumble at the at their feet. Right, it's like if all of the stakes weren't so high, this weren't, would be kind of hilarious. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> the thrashy, two old guys going at it, you know, like neither one of them. You're just like, man, let me grab the popcorn. But unfortunately, the very house you're watching it from is likely to catch on fire by the end of the match. But yeah, geez, it's so funny. I don't even know how I ended up getting into to, to, to politics. I didn't even segue into this shit. It just just happens so naturally low <laughs> but um yeah we got we had the uh the bloomberg klobuchar booty judge dropout Drop three-way out. dropout more like and the resurrection of better o'rourke's corpse to all endorse biden yo that shit was funny Bruh. i heard his his uh former bandmates came out and it was like <laughs> bro so you heard shit. that 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 yo man politics is really dividing niggas yo because you know uh public enemy Chuck D kicked Flavor Flav out for his anti-Bernie sentiments. That is hilarious. Bro, I was like, yeah. First of all, kudos to Chuck D for fucking kicking that clown out of the fucking band. I guess listen, you could say. A lot of people like Flavor Flav. A lot of people. <laughs> and I, and I'm, I think I'm, I shouldn't be putting any hard R's on this Flavor Flav, right? So I guess you I could say Flavor Flav became public enemy number one. I'm done with you. <laughs> 
I'm gonna move on from that topic. Yeah, I want to take that as the omen to go right on past that one. But uh, yeah, so Super Tuesday was an interesting one. Um, Elizabeth Warren lost Massachusetts, didn't come in higher than third in any state. Right. Wow. Um, so she's pretty much. See, my thing is, is that um, if there's anyone who's playing good politics, that's the thing, man. Joe and Warren are playing just master for politics and bernie is just being a good person and <laughs> i'm wondering and i'm wondering like uh his greatest warren, strength and weakness warren looks like she is she see people are trying to say that she's trying to stay as a spoiler but at any point that she chooses to endorse bernie if that were to happen he would still get all those delegates so it's not a big deal it's not a big deal unless she didn't get to the 15% marker in any of those states. But that's why she had to stay in because anyhow she brokers with Bernie an endorsement, she needs to make sure that she has some leverage or else she will get nothing out of it. She will endorse him to his benefit and she will get nothing out of it. And that's Good not what day, that's sir. not the Elizabeth Warren that I know. The Elizabeth Warren that I know, while she is a a a, a bulldog for consumer rights, she is also, as sure. by her own words, a capitalist. And so she will not do anything without any capital gain, whether it's social capital or financial capital. And so I feel like she's staying in so that she can build the social capital to have a leverage with Bernie for her endorsement so that when she does endorse him, she can get something out of it. Because otherwise, he has way better VP picks than her. But she, she has sure something that he might need, which is delegates. So I'm not mad at her. It's all politics. And that's my thing is, it's like, yo, listen, I will, I will slander you relentlessly for lying and cheating the public. <laughs> but the politics that we've all agreed on are the politics that we've all agreed on. And so that does allow for a certain level of chicanery that I have to accept. And, th and that's what, that's what booty judge Klobuchar and Bloomberg did. They fell in line with party politics. And if that's what they want to do, that's 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 what we all agreed with. I can't get mad at them for playing that part of the game because that's the public part that we all agreed on. You know what I mean? Right, now, whatever right. it is that Biden promised them. Now, let me find out that the quid pro quo goes too deep <laughs> because this is exactly the kind of corruption that they were talking about with Biden and his son. The quid pro quo, the trading of favors for politics is what the American people are fucking trying to say they don't like when they yell at Biden and say, listen, Biden, we're not going to do anything to you about it, but we don't like that you did that. Yo, bro, if you don't like it, go vote for the other guy. That, that is exactly <laughs> what Biden would say when he's that's exactly what he will say when he's confronted with that Yo, don't even get it twisted i can't wait for him to say that in his debate against trump well trump already <laughs> said that that's what he's trump already said that he will be going hard at the ukraine scandal he Yo. already said that to I, I can't remember which outlet but i was i, I seen it on the twitter feed god i'm so uh, I'm, I'm becoming what i hate i'm talking <laughs> about shit that i saw on my twitter feed on the Fuck. twitter's um, but he said it, it was reported that he said to an outlet, like, that's where he's going to attack. Hey, man. So if Biden thinks that 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 his soft corruption is just somehow going to just man. fly like it has soft in South Carolina, corruption. it's not going to it's not going to. And it's in his own um, and it's in his own uh, best interest to prepare for that. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Because Trump is not one to uh, pull punches.
He's got tiny hands, so he's got to come punches? as hard as possible. Pull punches? That would require a level of self-restraint that he does not possess. <laughs> oh, yeah. boy. And then everyone's always getting on Trump about his response to, to coronavirus. My G, did you Low. see China's... You know what? I'm glad to see that the Chinese people want to be in a dead heat with the American people for the stupidest public in the world. Because if you see the shit that they're letting themselves be subject to because of this coronavirus, it's fucking absurd. It's like, yo, my G, yo... Yo, there is no possible way that a that a that that this is not something that's being perpetuated falsely in the media. Whatever's happening is happening, but whatever they're telling you in the media is bullshit. It's bullshit. Well, first of all, the whole idea of of, of tracking every person. First of all, they don't even know how to identify coronavirus they don't even know how to identify that somebody who is infected with coronavirus versus somebody who has a flu they don't know there's been no research there's been nothing so in china they're not looking for coronavirus they're quarantining everyone who's fucking sick period so the idea that in america they're tracking the individual people sick with coronavirus <laughs> is bullshit <laughs> Because they don't know. They've literally testified that they don't have the tests to do this. They don't know how to. They, people have been trying to self-quarantine because when they go to the hospital, the hospital can only tell them that they're sick. They don't know what the fuck is happening to them. They don't know if they have coronavirus or not. They don't know what it is. They don't know how to detect it. So the, the fact that they're telling you that A, Oh, this person has coronavirus is bullshit because you wouldn't know if they had coronavirus or not. They have no way. They do not know. They don't have this, this particular strain sequenced. It's not like they can just, you know, take a blood sample and match DNA samples of a pathogen. No, they don't. They can't do any of that. So I don't they, they're lying to you. When they're saying that they have these people, like the like then fucking Fox News talking about the dude who was quarantined in his interview, and in his interview he's sitting there coughing on TV. Ah. Well, there's the because first they let people right who are clearly showing symptoms of being sick out of quarantine, right? <laughs> right? Like, like the thing is, is like they're talking about the people who were fucking on the the cruise ship who were improperly uh, uh, supposed to, they were improperly they were healthcare workers who did not follow protocol in how to handle sick people, which is ridiculous, which is ridiculous. I don't know. I've never seen, like I've seen negligent healthcare workers. I've never seen a healthcare worker put themselves in risk of a dangerous pathogen and, and not handle even the most basic. Cause they were saying that these people didn't have suits, masks, disinfectant, nothing. I'm like, get the fuck out of my face. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I don't believe that one bit. Unless you're telling me that it was just a random person who they picked up off the street and said, take care of this. Because that person might not be aware. But I know that even in the most negligent healthcare worker knows not to expose themselves to the deadly fucking pathogen. So not to say it never happens, but the type of negligence they're talking about, I'm saying doesn't happen. No. Not in the face of like once in a lifetime pandemic. <laughs> well, once in a lifetime pandemic and you got the fucking one batch of dickheads who won't want to fucking put on gloves. Get the fuck out of my face. I don't believe you. It's my first day. No, that's your superpower. <laughs> I've never run the amount of instances 
as, as I run with you to and had the amount of first time entrances into those instances. It's it's mind blowing, bro. Everybody's a rookie, man. Everybody's it's, a rookie. It's always someone's first day. Uh, Feel me? Nobody knew disinfecting uh, germs was gonna be this difficult. It's absurd. The, the shit that they want you to believe is, and it's like that's the sad part is that the social misanthropy is so high that you actually believe that shit. You actually believe that somebody who was part of a hand-picked team to deal with a, a fucking pandemic didn't take the first level of precautions. Why the fuck did you hire them? Like, why would you, like, why are these people even in this situation if you can't expect them to take the first level of precautions against what they're doing? Come on. I don't believe it. I just don't believe it. Um, and if anything, if that, if you're saying that that's what you want me to believe, then you need to go on trial for mismanagement of a public health crisis. Oh, oh, that's not where we're going with it. Okay. Well then just, let's just say that you lied because there's no actual law to hold you accountable and let's move on. And that's the part that I don't get about fucking politicians. It's like when the jig is up, the jig is up. There's no law to actually, you know, to actually prosecute your public malfeasance. No one's gonna get. No one's gonna do anything to you. So just yeah, like, let it go. Let it, man. Fucking a, bro. If you think I'm about to walk out there with egg on my face, you are crazy. You are crazy. Never Insane. once. It never happened. Never once. My I'm record really, is perfect. Floyd Mayweather in this bitch. You feel me? I've never Can't been hit. Me. I've never made a mistake before ever. You feel me? That was a low level intern that did that. But yeah, so. I don't know how I got away from the um, the the Super Tuesday discussion, but it looks like Biden. I guess Biden won Texas, which I wasn't. A, it was really close, and I'm I believe that Texas might still be tallying because um, it's a large state and they have a lot of um, absentee voting and so forth. But um, I know California is supposed to be counting for like the next week, <laughs> so um, but it, they've already. They, Bernie is already smashing the California vote with like 55% or some ignorantly high number, which is crazy. It looks like if you're black and you're not in the South, then you actually voted for Bernie. But if you're black and in the South, then you voted for Joe, so Joe Biden. Talk about that education, man. They got the, those people brainwashed. Like going to the South and those places is like traveling back in time. It's scary, dude. Absolutely. And, 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 and I didn't. I didn't see it as much when I was living there, but leaving there. How long ago was that? Eight years. I feel like that's enough for no. That's yeah, to be for submerged to in a different enough. culture. Yeah, and, but it's also enough for you to grow to the point where it would have been. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. Who I was eight years ago. So you probably just didn't notice it back then. Oh, for sure. Oh no, no, no. The world didn't change. No, no, no. Yeah, I did not mean to imply that the world didn't change. I changed. <laughs> I realized what was going on. You know what I mean? I just didn't. Yeah. I didn't notice how how ridiculously backwards backwards it is. The yeah. the average conservative down south African American voter was like it's just Crazy. bad. Like, and I and I get there's also a, a really shitty Latino um community out there that you know always votes Republican no matter what because of some shit that John F Kennedy did, which was. <laughs> Back in the day, like, who gives a fuck about the Bay of Pigs, bro? Like, seriously, bro. Like, you're not even in Cuba no more, and you're still voting based on niggas who yeah, supported Castro? Funny. Fuck out of here. You're, you're crazy. But anyway, you know what I mean? There's other shitty um, constituencies out there, but that is the only constituency that actually, like, 
can sway some shit. Like you saw, people saw what happened in South Carolina and all across the South, they fell in line. Like, really? All right. Don't vote in your best interest. Fuck it. Vote for the guy who's never done, who's never stood on the right side of an issue for you. Not to say that Bernie has won all of those issues, but at least he stood on the right side of the issue for you. And guess what? If you put, if you actually fucking voted for him to become president, he'd actually have the power to enact the shit that he's been standing on the right side of for this whole time. But God forbid we do that, right? Yeah, who fucking does that? But um, yeah, it, it just it, it shows that the constituency, and then the worst part, and that's what I mean. That's what I mean. It's a dog whistle because Joe Biden is not going to do anything for the African-American community. He's Facts. been saying the same rhetoric for decades. Facts. He's not going to do anything for you guys. So it was a dog whistle. The only thing that the black vote represents for Joe Biden is how much you will support the fuckery that he's going to do. Because guess what? If you go into office and you don't have the support of African-Americans and you pull a bunch of bullshit, you're going to get a whole lot of Black Lives Matter motivated. And so they don't want that. So when the president's in, 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 in power and he has the backing of the, of the people, it stems a significant portion of that, which is important for public opinion. You don't want a massive, well-organized movement to stand against any of your major um policy positions you know what i mean and so that's important to their politics because suburban white women also don't like to see that and so it's not that our vote is all that powerful because it'll never be powerful in our best interest it'll never be powerful to get things done for us it'll just be powerful in the fact that it'll show them how little we will actually go against the person in power if we choose to vote for them that's it. That's all they're seeing. They're saying, okay, 54% of the of the African-Americans in one of the largest African-American constituencies are placated. I'll fuck with that guy. Because that guy, when he signs a bill that says that fucking the, 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 the charges for crack are 10 times harder than the charges for cocaine, they're not going to riot against him. 55% of them support him. And then they're going to pull the same fucking mental gymnastics that convinced them that he was a good fucking candidate in the first place to, pr- to, to convince themselves that they did the right thing by voting for him. Instead of saying, you know what? I fucked up. I made a mistake. I'm sorry. I did the wrong thing. Next time I won't do that. That's the difference between me and a shitbag person. The shitbag person is the one that keeps on fucking finding reasons as to why their behavior was okay. The good person looks at their bad behavior and says, damn it, I want to do better than that. There's no, there's no difference in the behaviors. There's only difference in how you perceive it afterwards. And you can't keep looking at your fuck-ups like they're, like they're, just, they're, they're just alternative wins. They're fuck-ups. They're mistakes. And black people have been making the same mistakes for decades. And then they wonder why they're in the place that they are. It is what it is, man. That's why I'm not trying to get the. I'm not trying to change the world through the vote. It ain't gonna happen. That's been polluted. That that well is poisoned. We can't interface with it properly anymore. It's already been so deeply ingrained in a fucked up way. There's probably there's there's no gaining it back. Black people just will not vote for their best interest. They won't. So don't rely on them to. I don't know what else to tell people because it's like. 
there really is somebody there. It's not, and it's like they let Bernie get this far. Like they had the option, Joe the old way or Bernie a newer way. Because I mean, it's not really that new. A lot of the shit he's proposing has been proposed for the past thirty years. Yeah, he's been singing the same song. And, and, and it's not even just his song. He's grown to be on the right side. Like, cause like, you know, gun control was one that he had to come to the right place on. Um, same sex marriages. He had to come to the right, a lot of shit, but he did it early and in good timing and faith and in good faith. You know what I mean? He didn't, yeah, yeah. you could never find him saying the wrong thing about it. You know what I mean? So it's like this guy represents what you really need for your community to grow. But instead, you're gonna you're gonna go with Biden by way of Bloomberg. You know how many of those fucking idiots came by way of Bloomberg? I'm sorry, I shouldn't call them fucking idiots. Yeah. But it just seems so silly. Low information. Uh, low information. I'm pretty sure that speaking of what we were talking about earlier, I think they're no information voters. <laughs> because because the thing is, is um Benjamin Dixon called it out as um high disinformation voters. And I think that that's pretty much the same thing as saying no information voters. If you have high disinformation, you have no information. Yeah, because you didn't take the time to double check. You didn't. Not do even that research. you didn't take the time to double check. You could be in, inundated with so much. Like, if you're not aware of the alternative sources to find information on news or how to critically think about the news that you're getting, there's almost. It's it's almost impossible. It's almost impossible to get a, a genuine perspective from anyone out there. You right, know what I mean? Right. And so <clears throat> in that environment, you could be at zero information, I think. I, I mean, your behavior is such that you have zero information, meaning that you could have come by, come by the information that was necessary for you to make the right decision, but in the environment that you were in, you didn't notice it. It was inundated with, you know, Lil Baby's new album and, you know, all the other bullshit. I, I just say that as, as a general stand-in for entertainment noise that can distract you from important things um, in your environment that you can encounter on the internet. And so I think that we are encountering this age where there is the no information voter. There's no, they have no information. And so what they end up tending to do is just going with endorsements. You know what I mean? Yeah. They are guy. so turned off oh, to the general um, discourse about the candidates right now because they can't tell what's true and what's not that they just choose someone to trust offload all of the responsibility onto them so when klobuchar says i go with biden all of her voters because they're all soft in the head that something that i say about the the american voter a lot is that they're very soft there's no hard because they don't have to like do anything to be part of a party mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. there's no dedication to it and 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 while i'm less inclined to say that yes you should have some kind of rigorous tests which you know kind of comes off as like a hazing or you know getting into the <laughs> club type of thing um, the fact that there is no real like investment into the parties makes them very soft when it comes to their their allegiances within the parties, and um, yeah, so that's that's why you can get a coalescing like that because we're in the age of no information voters.
And so, yeah, uh, I, I, I'm interested to, to, to see where this takes us because um, that's only a, a, a portion of the electorate. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not the whole thing. It's not. It, it, it's scary because we are in the idiocracy when everyone is a null information voter. But I would say that I would say a solid 35 percent of the electorate is probably no information. As in they just they 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 either don't participate in in channels that can get them legitimate information or they are inundated with so many other pieces of information they can't get to important information. But it's just either way, they're just kept from it. Right, right. The noise engine is hard at work. So yeah, coming out of the Super Tuesday was real interesting. Um, you know, pretty much Biden won the South. Uh, Bernie won a lot of the bigger states. I'm still interested to see about Texas, but next Tuesday is going to be a really interesting time because we have another batch of states, and I think that these states weigh heavily for Bernie, so he could take the delegate lead easily because he's already planning to uh, projected to win Michigan, and that that should cover. A significant portion because it's one of the larger states in that bracket so um yeah the primary is going interesting as i said um i hate this term but it is pretty much burning your bust for me because i'm not voting for i'm not voting for somebody who i don't trust i'm not gonna do it but Kareem um, bloomberg said biden's your guy you know what i mean and uh, you know he seems pretty trustworthy I, you know i really like mike he's got a lot of money you know, Yo. he seems to be a real nice, strong, soft-spoken guy. No, I'm joking. Yo, Mikey joking. B's stopping frisk policy was the best thing that ever happened in New York. Yeah, no, we don't. I don't endorse <laughs> that at all. I can't even joke about that. I can't even joke about that. Um, uh, that's terrible. Douche. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm interested to see Warren's politics where where she goes. Um, she said her campaign, someone said uh, something about uh, they're reassessing their place, which they have to after taking so many L's. But um, Yo, I'm interested to see the politics she plays. said that stupid shit about Bernie that one time. Feel me? She said some wild shit about Bernie. Maybe, maybe if you had just been respectable and been different instead of conforming to being like everybody else, then perhaps you might not have taken so many L's, Miss Warren. Uh, yeah. Yeah, just have a little integrity. Yeah. Having a little integrity will prevent you from taking public L's. You'll just take personal L's. <laughs> yeah, man, because she really seen, she started out trying to seeming very much not like everyone else, and as we moved along, she's proving to be very much like everyone else yeah well people expected her to be more um ethical than political and she turned out to be more political than ethical correct but yeah yeah let's move away from the politics we'll wrap up with two with the social topic and entertainment topic man i saw some some fucked up shit on the internet of uh i don't know from what i understand of the story there was a lady on the bus with her daughter who had a stroller for the daughter mm-hmm. the she was unfamiliar with this new stroller and how to fold it down the guy on the bus for, uh, having the little girl sit in the stroller while the bus was moving was not a thing which i understand that's a safety hazard um so i guess he got into an altercation with her so she's like well i don't know how to fold it down so even if she sits in the seat which 
there are no seats, I can't fold it down. So it's not like it's going to take up any space. So what do you, uh, back and forth ensues. He tells everyone, get off the bus. If she's not going to leave the bus. So she chooses to leave the bus at that point. He proceeds to tell everyone to exit the bus. As they exit the bus, he locks it and runs off the bus about a hundred and feet towards her and spits in her face and then runs back to the bus. And this is a elderly black man to a middle, younger, middle-aged black woman. And I was just like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not one of those people who say that nobody ever deserves to, 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 to have altercations, but I cannot foresee how in any way, shape or form her behavior merited that reaction. I'm not exactly sure what in the hell was going through this man's mind, but it has to be a deep seated self-hatred because he, I can't see him behaving that way to a white woman. I could never see him behaving that way to a white woman and, and white women get out of hand just as much as black women. I just couldn't see it. It just seemed so weirdly like he, there was something about this woman that he just detested that he chased her after she left the bus to the point where the, the dude who's videotaping this thing is watching him run after her. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I was very confused at that point, but I don't, that sounds like mental illness, man. That's that's to chase I mean, somebody down to spit in their face. That's some weirdo shit. A woman with her child, though. Like, I get it. Like, I, I get why he could be upset. I get why he can not appreciate her obstinance. But where does it get from? Okay, just leave the bus if you can't close your stroller. To I'm now going to eject everyone from the bus, chase you down, and spit in your face. Like, yeah. there's so many steps there that he took that I'm just like, how the fuck did you survive this long in life being that poor at decision making? Yeah, that's those last two ones don't seem rational at all. That's why I feel like it's mental illness because that's a to 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 release her from the bus and then release everybody else from the bus and then leave to go and chase her down that just, just seems like, like such an irrational he, thing he was so angry like what is so something inside of him was seething like i don't know if he has history with this woman like that's what i'm saying like have you ever met someone in passing Oh, like, uh, have you ever met a woman in passing that you would do that? And I mean, and to me, it's more egregious that it's a woman because I don't believe like, no, I absolutely deal with the genders differently because we think differently. And I tend to be more respectful to women than I am of men because women, to me personally, I feel are more deserving of it. Men have to earn that respect in my just in the way I deal with dudes. That's fair. It just it's kept me safe. <laughs> And so just, it's just, I don't know that, that that's a total tangent, but I just don't understand what possessed him to do that to a woman. Like, it's not even like a dude who could square up with you afterwards. Like, what did he then, like, what did he achieve? Like, okay, cool. What did, like, did you, what did you achieve by spitting on this woman? You know what I mean? Cause usually that's, you do that cause you want to instigate a fight. Like if I spit in your face, I very much expect you to punch me back. You know what I mean? It's going to initiate a fight. Yeah. So what did he achieve? Because he spit in her face and then ran like a bitch back to the bus. So what were you doing? 
I just, I just don't get it. Anyway, I bring that up mostly to say, like, is that indicative of a certain self-hatred that black people have for other black people? Because that, like, that's not rational. Like, I'm sure he has dealt with people. He's an MTA driver. He's driving a bus. I guarantee you other people have yelled at him for no reason. I'm not even saying that he has deserved to be yelled at. I'm saying that you're an MTA driver. People are going to yell at you because of mental illness. They're the same thing that we're thinking that he has. People will yell at you. What possessed him to chase this woman down and spit on her? Because I'm, I, I, I'm assuming that this hasn't happened since smartphones came out or else someone else would have videotaped him doing this before. Right, This is right. New York. That's why, like, it makes me feel again, like- that's why the only thing that makes sense to me is mental illness because it's so irrational because there's so many levels of irrationality that even I, like I get being angry. It's like mm-hmm. it, like he threw mm-hmm. his job away. Like he's literally mm-hmm. he threw his job away. So that's why I'm like, all right, like 100 percent. You know, what I mean, like there's no way that a rational mind would ever like even in the face of anger, so he broke to then run. That's the thing. That's the thing that gets me. <laughs> that's the thing that gets me like you chased someone down after. It's not even like. The situation escalated, and he spat in her face during the escalation. He, he released he her from the bus. Just not about what he, he was released doing. them from the bus, yeah. and then he chased her down a far distance. Like none of that screams to me like that 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 was a choice. You feel me? Yes. Yeah, like crazy. none of that seems to mean that it was this dude. It does. That doesn't seem like a bad day thing. Nothing. He if lost it, it. If it was a bad day, then I feel like then he would have smacked her. Then he would have done it again. It would have happened during the altercation. But it's the whole, like the whole time you were telling the story to me, everything lined up until you said he ran. He chased, ran a hundred feet, and I was literally confused as to what could happen. Yeah, like, like, wait, like, so what, you're is, what is he going to do after he ran? Got that far away before, yeah. It's like, yeah, this, that's why it doesn't make any sense to me because the situation de-escalated, and then he mm-hmm. went and did something extraneous to then spit in her face and then do something else extraneous. And and usually I I get mad at the people who are videotaping these things and not doing anything about it. But you can't predict that. How the fuck were you supposed to know that was going to happen? I don't think that the guy who was videotaping expected that to happen. He was so dumbfounded. He started yelling at him as he got back to the bus. So I felt like he wanted to do something, but he was so dumbfounded. Like, did this nigga just spit on me? For real? But nah, yeah, that like, dude skipped his medication but no, at I think lunch that there's or some a larger, shit. There's a larger discussion to be had about, yo, w- w- what short fuses to let someone think that that's okay? Um, and, I, and I do think that it's something I, I, I really feel like it's the way that he perpetrated this is like on some like self-hatred black shit because it, I, the, the behavior was so outlandish. Where did it happen? I'm sorry? Where did it happen? New York. I don't know. And it exists everywhere. I mean, yeah, absolutely. That is a fact. That mental issues are not l- l- yeah, restricted to, yeah. to regional spaces. They definitely understand, but I don't know. Whatever. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. I, I, yeah. Anyway, I hope that, that that lady gets some recompense from the MTA because that was oh, for not sure. a, what? That's too easy. Fair. Uh, that, that this was is not another a one of those. You know what I mean? Experience on the bus. Open and shut case, Watson. This is another one of those things. If you don't get the money from that, your lawyer is whack. Yeah, your lawyer is treasonous. Your lawyer is whack. There's uh, video evidence of this nigga wilding and hitting you unprovoked. Nigga, you win. Yeah. It's the last day you ever rode the bus right there. I don't, bro, what? I'd have fallen over. He spat in my face. I'd act, act like, like he died, bro. What? 
Oh Lord, help me! Oh, uh, call the ambulance. You feel me? What? I'm getting that check for show. Oh, I wish I would oh, be attacked be a artist? by a city worker. Uh, what? Yeah, you gotta hit In him with the illest flop artist, bro. You gotta have him spin the pirouette. <laughs> they got. Yo, I'm gonna do it like I'm gonna sell like the rock sells stone cold stutters, bro. Yeah. I'm gonna do a backflip. I'm gonna roll no, no, over no, no, in the no, no. side of you the gotta, street. You gotta hit the floor, pop back up. Exactly. Yo, exactly. That that, that is flop. Oh, Rock is the number one flop artist, bro. <laughs> the number one flop artist. Your Honor, he spit my eyes so hard. <laughs> I was knocked unconscious for a week. Wow. I was in the coma. I, I was in a medically induced coma. My left eye since. The only thing that can help me is compensation from the city. Oh no! <laughs> nah, that's crazy. No, with hopefully, like, well, you said there was a lot of video evidence of it, mm-hmm. so I mm-hmm. really, really hope she happens to get something out of it because that was. I mean, you that's got, not the, cool. the, the whole altercation that happened inside of the bus has to have been um, videoed. Yeah, yeah. And they got the altercation outside, outside of the bus yeah. as well. That's the important that, part. And as you said, open and shut case. <laughs> open and shut case. Man, that's crazy. But on the one hand, I guess I might be an asshole for this, but on the other hand, um, I think that lady should be kind of happy. All she took was some spit in the face, and she got paid, hopefully. Knock on wood. Oh, yeah, that was this the most benign liquid that's ever been put in her face for that type of money. That's fucked up. <laughs> Oh my bad. That that was ah, my bad. Sometimes it just comes out like that, and I don't mean it like that. Ah, that's hilarious. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully she does well, man, because that that was egregious. Yeah, no, for sure. That was egregious. And um, the last one, um, just wanted to update on the the Meg The Stallion versus fifteen oh one Entertainment. Um, yeah, situation. heard good things about that one. Well, well. The the head guy at at fifteen oh one is a ex baseball player who is evidently very prevalent in the music industry. Um, put out a statement. Um, I want to say his last name is Crawford, but I really don't care enough about him to look him up. Um, but he, the way he responded was very childish. Like I understand that the label on their side wants to stand their ground because that's their money. But at the same time, the stance that he took, like trying to air her out like a bitch, like that's what I'm saying. Like he tried to air her out like he was her peer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like as the record exec, my G, even if she is lying, you don't go out there and put out a press statement trying to air her out like you are her peer. Grow the fuck up. That makes me feel more like she's telling the truth because it's she's the artist. Her platform is IG. That's part of her platform. For her to go out and say this on IG is not outlandish. For you as a record exec to not understand that that is part of her play and politic on your end more appropriately, that's sad. And then to try to demonize Jay-Z and them for, for advising her to yeah you should probably renegotiate this because of the situation that you're in now to demonize them that's some bullshit because if the roles were reversed you best believe 1501 would be renegotiating with rock nation to get some more money out of that motherfucking deal yeah always be wary of people who don't want you to protect yourself right there and so 
while I am a lot more open to the nuances of this discussion and the idea that she herself might be withholding music because she wants to get out of her label deal altogether, which I do not support. As I said, I feel I feel like she has every right to renegotiate, but to 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 pull out of her deal to go into another deal. Nah, man, just break your bread like you. You might not have understood the contract, but you do understand numbers. And if you know that you, whatever contract you signed, you have five albums, three albums, four albums to do, that much you understood. That's not the part that I believe that she, you know what I mean? Like, that's what the renegotiation part is about. It's not to renegotiate the parts that you understood. It's to renegotiate the parts that were variable based on the fact that nobody knew who the fuck you were at the time. They've already capitalized off of that. Maybe not maximally, but that difference between capitalizing and capitalizing maximally is called goodwill. And that's how you keep an artist. Now, if you don't want to, if you want to sever that tie and you just want to get all your money now, fine, but get ready for the fight because Jay-Z knows the value of what you're doing there. And that's part of why she has the right to renegotiate now. You did that. And, and and that's why it's always in the in the label's best interest whether they if if they believe in their artists which I know they usually don't it's always in their best interest to just do good business to start with because these artists are having more and more longevity because the the act of being an artist is I think less taxing on the artist today than it is than it was back then. Because the artists are being encouraged to be healthy. They're being encouraged to, to live better lifestyles. Whereas back in the day, they were not. You know what I mean? They were not being encouraged to not run themselves into the ground touring 24-7 and doing as much as you can. And at the same time, living the life that can create the experiences for you to make more fire music. You know what I mean? They didn't give a fuck. No one's been ANRing for the past couple of decades. That's why the TDEs and the and the Dreamvilles and the um and even to some degree the 1501s and the Rock Nations are starting to get hot again. It's because they're ANRing these kids. They're realizing that you can't leave kids in their own devices, you know, when you're taking them away from their parents. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you're taking away these kids. And I'm not saying you're taking them, but they're going out and they're starting their careers in their late teens. And they're leaving the influence of the people who need to help them mature into young adults in their mid-20s. And they're in your care now. Now, yes, you are their boss. Yes, you are their label. But just you have to acknowledge the reality of removing these people from that environment during a developmental stage and not supplanting that with a healthy, you know what I mean, support structure. You know what I mean? That's why that's why the the, the punches and and the top dogs and the the QCs and the um the the I forget the the um coach K's these guys were so powerful because these young men, while they were on their musical journey, needed these father figures. And they and they they fulfilled that role willingly. You know what I mean? They weren't like the other people in the streets that they had to do things for, you know what I mean? Outside of just do your art. We've already established I want you around. That's why I signed you to the label. Just do your art. And so it was a father, a paternalistic relationship that I think benefited these young men. And you see a lot of them flourish now. A lot of them are flourishing. 
You know what I mean? And that's a great thing. But um, yeah, I I want to see Meg come out of this in a positive way because she's in a better place now with her representation, with the presence of A&Ring in the industry and all of these things. So yeah. Um, yeah, that's going to be it for today. Let's go ahead and wrap on that, yo. A, a little positive word for, for Meg Thee Stallion. And I hope that she could uh, reconcile that with 1501. But uh, yeah, always remember, time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly do learn from. Have a great one, guys. Take it easy.